0: One other big update, and I know this might feel like a lot of news, but this is the actual life of our community right now. So I'm going to pivot now to the conversation that we've been having, discerning our future, like, physical home as a church community. Hopefully you've been tuned into this. If you haven't, go to the YouTube page for our church, and you'll see a video where I lay out the whole question that we are working with right now about buildings, physical space, and our future. But I promise that today we would give you a bit of an update. Uh, the, the brief summary on what we're asking is, Our lease here at Cedar Baker ends in June of 2023. And so between now and June of 2023, we have to figure out what we're gonna do. Uh, We've been exploring what would happen if we stayed here at Studebaker and we've been exploring some other options We've been motivated by the possibility of owning a building instead of renting because as long as we are renting There's no end in sight to the money that we are spending every month Which is like a couple hundred thousand dollars a year in total for rent and utilities here And we would love to put ourselves in a situation where there's some kind of end date on that real big expenditure from our budget Uh, And so, as you know if you've been listening, not only are we exploring possibilities here at Studebaker, we've also been exploring uh, the possibility of the South Bend Tribune Printing Press building at the corner of Lafayette and LaSalle. Again, hopefully that much is not news to you. Today I wanted to report back to you just a couple of themes that we've heard from the feedback that we've opened up in the last few weeks. Uh, Hopefully this will make you feel like you're not crazy if you've been feeling some of the same things. Uh, As we've asked you, what do you think about this idea? We've heard a lot of enthusiasm in a few areas. Uh, A number of our community are really excited about the prospect of owning instead of renting forever. Uh, A lot of people who've seen some of the fly-through possibilities of what that new building could look like are excited to see a space that is more functional for kids and community. Uh, A lot of people are excited about a building that might get more weekday use, especially if we find community partners, so that space could actually be a gift to the city of South Bend Monday through Friday. Uh, We've heard from people who are excited about the central location that's like not tucked away behind a gate next to a road that Google still thinks is open even though it's not and you don't know how to get here, rather to be someplace that's easier to find and more centrally located in our city. I've also heard a lot of enthusiasm about the idea of rehabbing another old building. Uh, We did that here with our developer partner and people are excited about the fact that if we were to have another building that it wouldn't just be like new space built up but it would be a chance to redeem some blighted space in the middle of our city. Uh, So those are the positive things that we've heard couple of questions we've heard about the big one is parking. If you look, yes, did I get an amen? <laughs> yeah, fair. Um, the, the brief story there is we think parking is not going to be a problem. There's some major parking lots right across the street from the building. When the Tribune was operating in the building, they had worked out an arrangement with the owner of those lots to use them for parking. We would want to pursue that as well. Additionally, Uh, If you all know where like Fiddler's Hearth and Madison Oyster Bar and the South Bend Waterworks and LaSalle Grill are, now town South Bend, you know, there's a big parking garage at the corner across from all of those things. Believe it or not, the walking distance from that parking garage to what would be our front door of the Tribune Building is less than how far the people have to walk who, if you get here like late at the 11 a.m. gathering and you park outside the gate in the main parking lot area, that walk is actually more distance then the walk would be from that parking garage to here. Granted, there's a couple of like sh- streets that you would have to cross. Like, we should just acknowledge, yeah, this is city life, right? You might have to use some crosswalks to get there. And of course, we'd wanna work really hard to make sure that there was handicap accessible parking that made it easy for people who needed close access to get in. Uh, the other question we just heard is like people being like, so are we doing a capital campaign? Yeah, probably, if we go that route. Yeah, if, 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 if we end up pulling the trigger and decide that the direction for us, to do the Tribune building we would want to ask one another like what do we want to do financially as a community what do we want to give over the next year and a half to make this happen and any scenario with the Tribune building probably combines like us collectively as a family giving cash over the next year and a half to build up some upfront capital along with a mortgage but the thing about the mortgage would be that we would um, we would look for a scenario where we're spending like around the same price or less on our monthly mortgage payment as we're spending here on our rent payment, so it shouldn't make a huge difference in our ministry budget over the year. Does that make sense? Cool. More details, will keep emerging on that. A few concerns that we've heard. Uh, one concern has to do with timing, and I really get that. Some of the questions are like, hey, is this really the time to do this? I mean, we're still kind of like in the middle of COVID uncertainty. Uh, people like there are fewer people attending South and Study Church on a weekly basis now than there were before COVID, which is pretty normal across churches around the country. Totally get that. The thing about timing is we didn't choose the timing. The timing chose us because of the end of that lease, right? So it's not like um, we're just like getting restless and wanting to do something new for the sake of it. Our lease ends at, in the middle of 2023, and we have to figure out what we're going to do. Uh, another note on that is that in the last month, as we've pushed further into conversations with the developer here at Studebaker, we've learned a couple of things here. And one of the things that we've learned is from apparently um, there is no option for us to stay here after June of 2023 in this space, right? Like we have to work that out with our developer and like there's two parties in that negotiation and there are other plans for this space. And this is kind of a new learning for us in the last four weeks. And so I know that you might be feeling a bit like, oh man, that's yeah. We feel that too. Uh, We had hoped to explore an alternative where we would maybe like buy this space. And turn it from rent into a mortgage. Uh, but it's become clear to us that that's not an option. So staying at Studebaker, if there's any way to do that, probably means moving to some other part of this development and having to build out a new space and kind of renegotiate all of that from scratch. So that just underscores the fact that like the timing isn't something we chose, the timing shows us. There's a ticking clock on our future here in this space. And so that's why we're working so hard to figure out the best way forward. And we have to do it now because if you want new space in the middle of 2023, you better start working on it now between things like lease agreements and build outs and planning and all that stuff, right? Uh, The other concerns, um, a a, a number of people have brought up a a question or a concern uh, about me, which which is just to say like, people who've been around this might know that like, when churches sign mortgages, there are often questions about the stability or the longevity of like the point leader in the community. Uh, sometimes banks will want like extra certifications around that kind of a thing. Uh, what I'll just tell you is like, um, like I don't have any plans to be out of here anytime soon, just so you know. And I don't have any plans to do anything that would blow this up anytime soon, just so you know. Um, that, that's like a really fair, oh, thanks, oh, that's kind. Um, yeah. Somebody said, "Well, if it's a 20-year mortgage, Jay, are you here for 20 years?" I don't know, but I wouldn't—I wouldn't be throwing my own weight behind this exploration if I thought I was going to be out of here anytime soon. So that's like—that's all I can tell you about that. But I do appreciate people's wisdom and awareness that, like. You know we don't want to be a church that's centered on me and we work really hard which is why i don't preach every week and why we have a team and a board and like all that stuff's really important and uh, we keep working further in the direction of a more and more community led community and we believe in that um, but i'm trying to be really honest with you about the concerns that we've heard and some of the questions that have come up have been people who are just smart enough to know that churches and loans and all that stuff that some of that has to do with with my role here make sense cool last big concern that we've heard And this is the one that I most appreciate um, at like a real heartfelt level. Really just has to do with like, man, does this change the nature of SBCC? If we get this building downtown that's like twice the size of the current square footage that we occupy, and if we do a capital campaign and have a mortgage, does something like precious and essential that we love and believe in about this thing, does all of that change some of those things that we love and believe in most about what this is? And I think all I can say to this, first of all, I love that question, because I know it comes from a place of love for this community and, like, cherishing what we have here. Um, so first of all, I really appreciate the heart behind that. Secondly, I would say, I bet it does change us. I think it would be really foolish to think that a move like this wouldn't change us in some ways. But the trick for us is to discern, to discern like, what kinds of changes are the kinds of changes that happen for any living thing that keeps living, Right? Because, you know, if you're alive, hopefully you keep changing in some ways, right? Hopefully you keep growing. You may not be growing like bigger, right? But hopefully you keep growing better and, and evolving and, and moving forward, right? And so I, I don't know that our job is to keep South and study Church from changing in any way, right? I think our job is to continue to ask, what does it look like to live out the core convictions that are at the heart of this community? Like the mantras, like everyone an icon and feels not factors. What does it look like to keep following Jesus in the way that we have been called to follow Jesus? And then to let the things that come along with that sort of grow alongside us and evolve alongside us and so um, i love the question about whether this changes us and i think the challenge for us then would be collectively communally how do we remain vigilant about the essentials of like who we are and what we are called to and then how do we remain really open-handed about everything else right Uh, i don't really have any news to report today except for what i told you about what we've learned about our position here at studebaker um, all I can tell you is like, keep staying tuned. There's so many variables in these conversations. Uh, we are working overtime to try to like, bring all these things to a point of clarity and decision, and we're just doing everything we can to include you in that conversation. Uh, so The best thing I can say right now is stay tuned. Um, come to gatherings. This is the best place to get really important information. If you can't make it to a gathering, make sure that you're on the email newsletter or tuning into the podcast. And we will, like, keep updating you as things go. Uh, In the meantime, if you want to talk more today about this process, Matt Grable, our executive pastor, let me know. He's going to head up to the mezzanine, to the balcony there after the gathering if you want to just catch Matt and talk for a little bit. And by the way, I have not seen a leader in my life work as wisely and as hard as I've seen Matt Grable work on this whole project. So I think you all should say thanks to Matt for that.